I shared this weekend during the homily on a little bit on last Tuesday, well, Tuesday and Wednesday were clergy days. Um, and Tuesday, we had Dr. Mary Healy speak. Um, she's just a very, very good, solid scripture scholar and, and wrote uh, a couple, and she's the editor of, of the rest of um, the books, uh, Catholic Commentary on Scripture, and it's very, very solid, very orthodox. And she gave a presentation on the Gospel of Luke, and of course, that's my gospel. Uh, I, uh, and so it was really good to hear uh, other words and really, really do that. And as she was sharing, one of the things she shared is, as part of the reason I like the Gospel of Luke is we get an insight into the life of the Blessed Mother. We get an insight into the lives of women and how often when Jesus has healings, St. Luke or even parables, think about the, uh, the uh, lost sheep and the lost coin. It's a man and a woman. But uh, Jesus is very concerned about the women in his life. And that brought back memories of, you know, as I was studying and reading uh, this, um, there was a person in particular that I had in mind uh, when I uh, did some Lexio around this. And actually, it tend, my Lexio almost tends to be more Ignatian contemplation where you kind of let it play out. There was a woman in my hometown that uh, she was actually married to my mom's first cousins. Uh, and as long as I've known her, she was stooped. She had a terrible hunch on her back, whatever disease it was that caused her spine to curve in such a way that she literally could not lift her head. That's when I was in high school and college. Uh, when I went back as pastor, that hump was even more pronounced, even more stooped over she was. And I always thought how, how sad it is. And yet she was the most gentle, loving person. That, that uh, defect in her body, whatever, again, whatever it was, did not prevent her from going to church, did not prevent her from providing for her, for her husband. She, she did the meals until the last few years of her life when her, her frailty uh, took over. I, I remember with fondness, I had a seminarian with me, I won't say which one because you probably know him, but uh, I did one really mean thing. I sent him to the house of a hoarder, but then as a reward, I sent him to visit this woman. And she was still uh, fairly able, she would sit up, but of course being bent over, she, she couldn't. And I told him beforehand, you're gonna find her uh, stooped. And I referred to this passage. He said, well, she is so, so, faith built. Uh, when he came back, he said, when she smiled, the whole room lit up. Yeah. Because she had a faith. She, as St. As, as Paul is writing to the Romans, she knew herself as a daughter. She knew herself adopted as a daughter. And she was crying out with every ounce of her being, Abba, Father, the, her entire life. And I, I knew that. And so it was a great profound honor to witness and to celebrate her funeral mass. Just because we knew she wasn't freed physically from that ailment in this life. But we have uh, a great hope as Catholics in eternal life. That whatever ailments afflict us are healed, taken away. And finally for once after some 30 years perhaps, 40 years maybe, she was able to stand erect. What a beautiful sight to see when you stand erect the first time, the beatific vision. I cannot imagine the joy that was on her face 
and she must have beamed with a, a, you know, maybe a thousand watt light bulb. And Jesus uses this woman, though, back to the gospel, as an example. The, the, the Jewish people, even to this day, they have uh, what you can do and can't do. Uh, uh, fancy refrigerators have a button you can push, so it turns the lights off, so when you open up the refrigerator door, the light doesn't go on, because that would violate the Sabbath, you're lighting a fire. Or they, they would lead their, their uh, they would do s- certain things with their animals, but even then, if an animal fell in the well or if it needed food or, or water, that didn't violate Sabbath. But they criticize Jesus because he heals this woman who's much more valuable than a donkey, much more valuable than sheep, much more valuable than cows, chickens. Shouldn't she not be free? That's the question that perhaps we need to uh, ponder, that Jesus Christ wants us to be free, and it doesn't matter whether it's uh, Saturday the Sabbath or, or Sunday or Monday or, or Wednesday. It doesn't matter that Jesus wants us to be free, and that freedom is not, like I said, not always physical. But I tell you, of all the parishioners that I've ever witnessed, she was the most free. She did not let her ailment, her name happened to be Veronica, and I thought, oh boy, talk about living up to your name. She was a real icon of Jesus Christ and faith, what faith in Jesus Christ can do. She did not let that burden bear her down. And if you catch, this woman here in the scripture did not let it hinder her either. There she is in the synagogue on that Sabbath, worshiping God all the same, despite her frailty. And she wasn't there to seek healing. She wasn't there to uh, thinking that God was going to heal her, that she was in, going to encounter the Lord that day, but she was there just to praise him. And how many of us more able-bodied fail to, when we come to do the same? We've been adopted as children too. We are sons and daughters, and so we should let the Spirit bear witness with our spirit. We should cry out, Abba, Father.